0: Hollywood and Levine. I am Ken Levine, your podcast host, and this is the Relationship Edition of the podcast. In addition to, of course, giving you all kinds of great advice on how to become a writer and how to navigate the world of Hollywood, I also, from time to time, will give you some very useful advice on relationships. No, actually this is the first time I'm doing it, but uh but still. This is for anybody who is looking for a wife or looking for a husband. And what I have here is two sections. One is an article that was written way back in 1958 by woman's Magazine called 129 Ways to Get a Husband. And we're going to go through some of those ways and see how they apply today. You won't believe some of these suggestions. My God. Uh, And then I am going to flip it and tell you how you get a wife. And I'll be doing that by sharing with you a prank that I pulled on my writing partner, David Isaacs, many years ago. Not something I'm proud of, but you may get a laugh, so it is worth it. So that's what's on tap this week on Hollywood and Levine. Let's get it going right now. Okay, so a 1958 edition of McCall's Magazine, that was a woman's magazine back in the 50s, featured an article entitled 129 Ways to Get a Husband. A panel of 16 experts put this thing together. They all sat around in a room, and I'm not sure exactly who the experts were, whether they were staff members or doctors or women who actually got married at some point, but um, they put all their suggestions down and they came up with 404 suggestions and they winnowed them down to 129. So when you listen to some of these suggestions, I want you to remember that originally there were 404 of them and you're going to be thinking to yourself, God knows what didn't make the grade. Anyway, as they say in the article, again, this was 1958, the day has passed when a reasonably pretty girl can sit, hands folded, on her front veranda, waiting for Mr. Wright to come along. Well, first of all, that's true. And secondly, I don't even know if we have verandas anymore. Uh, my thanks to fellow playwright Donna Hoke, who turned me on to this article. Women. I want you to get out a pad of paper and a pencil. You need to take all of these down. And I kid you not, these are verbatim, word for word. These are the actual suggestions. This is not a bit. These are the actual suggestions... Uh, from this 1958 article. Now, I'm not going to do all 129 because a number of them are just kind of boring and weaning, but some of them, oh, my God, some of them are amazing and certainly worth sharing. Okay? Ready? Here we go. Be friendly to ugly men. (laughs) It's like right away, just set your standards really, really low. Be friendly to ugly men. Here's another one. Get lost at football games. Now, I'm not quite sure what that means. I guess to figure a lot of guys go to football games, or maybe it means that you get lost and wander onto the field, and then you can meet the quarterback of the team on the 30-yard line, saying, do you have any idea where aisle nine is? Okay, get lost at football games. Here we go. (laughs) And uh, this one uh, is... Not for the lean-in crowd. Don't take a job in a company run largely by women. (laughs) Well, First of all, how many companies were run by women back in 1958? But, uh, yeah, the point is clear there. Get a job demonstrating fishing tackle in a sporting goods store. Now, the fact that they singled out fishing... I guess they figure the ideal guy is a fisherman. Okay, all the Jewish mothers say find a lawyer, find a doctor. No, no, you want a guy who collects smelt every day. Here's another one. Go to all reunions of your high school or college class. There may be widowers there. (laughs) All right. Don't be afraid to associate with more attractive girls. They may have some leftovers. Again, this is great for one's self-esteem. Really. I'll repeat that last one. Don't be afraid to associate with more attractive girls. They may have some leftovers. And again, I keep repeating because you're going to go, um, Ken, you're making this stuff up. Come on. This is just some comedy bit that you didn't get the New Yorker to publish. No. These are actual lines verbatim. Here's one that's kind of mystifying. Learn to paint. and There's more. Learn to paint. Set up an easel outside engineering school. So if you're not going to get a fisherman, then... Who are really the hot babes? Why? It's the engineers. Make a lot of money. Well, yeah, that certainly will help. Here's one stand in a corner and cry softly. <laughs> okay, guys are just suckers for women who stand in the corner seemingly for no reason, crying, okay? Get better-looking glasses. Practice your drinking with your women friends first. You don't want to appear too drunk to guys. Take good care of your health. Men don't like girls who are ill. So make sure you are completely healthy. Here's one I don't get. Get a sunburn. Now, I suppose the value of that is that maybe some moondoggy surfer boy is going to see you and take pity on you and happen to have lotion, but getting a sunburn is a terrible idea. It is an idea which may cause skin cancer down the line. You don't want to get a suntan to get a guy. Besides, what guy wants a girl who they can't touch because they have a sunburn? Okay. When you are with him, order your steak rare. I'm trying so hard to follow the logic of some of these things. Guys are turned off, I guess, if You order a porterhouse medium or medium well. I mean, the only way to attract a guy at a steakhouse is to order your steak rare. All right. Oh, here's another fisherman one. Boy, they must think that that is the job of jobs. Good job, really good job, as Romy and Michelle might say. Okay, I'll go slowly on this one because, uh, ladies, if you are writing it down, I want you to make sure you get it down right. If he's a fisherman, learn to scale and clean fish. You know, that's a good trait to have anyway. If you're an actress and, you know, you're filling out your resume and they always ask, do you have any special skills well, how many other actresses can scale and clean fish? Do you think Meryl Streep has that on her resume? No. Okay, moving on now. Hide your five Beta Kappa key if you own one. God knows men don't want a woman who's smart, especially in 1958, God forbid you happen to have a brain in your head. Hide your five Beta Kappa key if you own one. Here's one that I love. Resist the urge to make him over. Ah, but wait, that's not the end of the line. Resist the urge to make him over before marriage, that is. Oh, man, I'm glad I wasn't single and looking to get married in 1958 moving on if he's rich tell him you like his money the honesty will intrigue him (laughs) so far none of these things have said you know put out if you really want to get a guy interested in you put out uh But they didn't do that in 1958. Here's one that'll charm him. Point out to him that the death rate of single men is twice that of married men. So I guess you're at a party in 1958 and you come upon a really cool guy and... You know, you just kind of want to make some conversation and see if there's a connection. Great thing to do, certainly within the first three minutes of a conversation, is point out death rates. Here's one go to Yale. Now, some of these are very conflicting because, on the one hand, they're saying, if you're smart, if you have a Phi Beta Kappa key, hide it. On the other hand, they say, go to Yale. I guess the point there is maybe the best Ivy League guys are at Yale. But it doesn't say go to Dartmouth. It doesn't say go to Harvard, go to Princeton, just Yale. Now, here's one if you're looking for a Trump supporter. Get a hunting license. I think back to my dating days, and I don't think any girl I ever took out had a hunting license. I repeat, I'm reading these verbatim. Stow away on a battleship. How desperate do you have to be to get a husband to stow away on a battleship? and if this was one of the 129 ways of getting a husband that they kept i go back to what was suggestion 382 what was suggestion 241 that didn't make it at what point did somebody suggest something where the 16 experts agreed no that was that was kind of stupid let's go with some practical things let's go with some ideas that women can really use and do in their normal life like for example stowaway on a battleship sure why not make and sell toupees bald men are easy catches carry a tow chain in the trunk of your automobile not sure whether that means you can pull over and help him if he has to change a tire, or if you use that to tie him up, throw him in the trunk of your car. Ride the airport bus back and forth from the airport. I guess if you keep doing that, that eventually you're going to find some single guy with luggage, or maybe oh, I think this is probably it. Maybe you're going to find a cool guy who has two tickets to Paris and the other person somehow dropped out at the last minute and he has this extra ticket to Paris. And there you are riding on the bus and you strike up a conversation. You talk about the death rate. You find out that that he's a fisherman and you spend a lot of time just discussing ways of scaling and flaying halibut, and he invites you to Paris. Foolproof plan. Paint your name and number on a roof and say, give me a buzz, pilots. That's practical. And finally, like I said, I'm not reading all 129, but finally, if your mother is fat tell him you take after your father. If he's fat too, tell him you're adopted. How many of these did you hear and just cringe? How, how many times on the Stairmaster did you miss a step and almost fall off going, this can't be real? Well, it is. 129 ways to Get a Husband, that again from McCall's Magazine in 1958. And ladies, if you use any of these and they work, please get in touch with me at, Hollywood Levine at outlook.com. I will have you on as a podcast guest. Okay, and now we flip it. And ask the question, how do you get a wife? Well, this is something that I pulled on my writing partner, David Isaacs, a number of years ago. At the time, David was about to turn 30. And I'm looking for the perfect birthday gift for him. And, you know, what do you get this guy? And I thought, well, he's not in any kind of a relationship probably the one thing that he could really, really use is a wife. So at the time, we had a development deal at Lorimar, and our writer's assistant happened to also speak Hebrew. So I got the idea to take out an ad in the Jerusalem Post that Dr. David Isaacs, from Los Angeles, was looking for a wife. And I had his home address listed, also said, please submit a picture along with your, your resume and why you would want to be David Isaac's wife. And I had our secretary, Roz, uh, translate that into Hebrew, and submit the ad, and the ad ran in the Jerusalem Post. And then, like about a week later, David comes into the office, and he's, like, really got this curious look on his face. I said, what's going on, David? He says, oh, I'm getting all these letters from Israel, all of these girls who, who want to meet me and marry me. I said, "Like Wow. That's random. That's that's crazy. I don't know how that could happen. And the letters kept coming and kept coming and kept coming. And this was the really interesting thing. I would say half of the letters were written by the girl's mom's. All of the letters would say, now, my daughter doesn't know I'm doing this, but she's a lovely girl and a lovely person, and here's her picture, and she cooks, and she also knows how to use an oozy, I guess, because she was in the military, and... uh Again, don't tell her that I sent this, but she'd be wonderful for you. All these mothers sending these letters. Well, the letters kept coming for about two, three, maybe even four weeks until finally I, I spilled the beans <laughs> and told him what was going on. But the, the final straw was he got a call one day from one of these women and she said she was in the united states and she was coming to los angeles and wanted to actually meet him and that's when i thought okay i i probably better tell him what's going on here because now this is getting kind of crazy you know if all of a sudden some girl knocks on his door uh with a suitcase saying i'm here then probably the bit was taken a little bit too far. Uh it did not result in David getting a wife and yeah, probably not the smartest thing to do. But hey, I was 30 at the time too and you know, these are the kind of pranks that idiot 30-year-olds do. And David uh has since married somebody else and has been married for a long long time. So all of that worked out really well. And I hope for all of the women who applied that they too were as fortunate in finding a husband. And if not, you know, just grab an easel and head out to the engineering building. This is Hollywood and Levine. This is a brief commercial, but it is the only one on any podcast you're ever going to listen to that does not have a promo code. There is nothing that I'm going to give you for free. No free samples, nothing. This is a commercial for me and my plays because I have a website called KenLevinePlays.com and it has all of my full-length comedies and all of my... 10-minute comedies, and you can either buy them, read them, they're fun, or you can license them. And that's primarily why I have the website, because I want to get as many productions of my plays out there as possible. So if you happen to be associated with a theater, or you know people who are associated with theaters, or you're Actors and you want to be in plays, so talk to theaters and see if any of my plays are right for you. Look, there's a lot of 10-minute plays out there, a lot of people, but how many of them have written for Frasier and Cheers and MASH and have a podcast? So uh, if you want to license one of my plays very easy to do. Just go to the website. It's KenLevinePlays.com and you can check them out. You can read samples of all of them. There's some reviews, there's pictures and all kinds of other stuff that's on a typical website. KenLevinePlays.com I would even love to come to your area especially if you decide to do one of my full-length plays Um, i have gone to uh, saratoga new york and grand rapids michigan Uh, i'm heading to minnesota in a few months so i will probably come and see the production if you do it canlevineplays.com no promo code And that will do it for this edition of Hollywood and Levine As always, our thanks to Adam and Susie Meister-Butler A crazy young couple who are married And did not have to use McCall's magazine Also to uh, John Wolfert and Howard Hoffman And Randy Thomas And uh, also to Don Hoke this week For turning me on to that article from McCall's magazine. We will talk to you again next week, but first I want to remind you that you can get in touch with me via email, hollywoodlevine at Outlook.com. That's Hollywoodlevine at Outlook.com. I am on Instagram, Hollywood and Levine. And if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, please do so. And I know it's shameless. I keep doing it every week, but uh, Please, please give me a five-star review, please. Okay, talk to you next week. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye.